This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. Podcast, 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 podcast. Yo, what's going on, people? This is Dysnomics, of course. You're listening to Dysnomics podcast, of course. But uh, an important announcement before we get into today's pod. Your boy Dysnomics is now on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, which is an app and an online website where which connects content creators with their audience and their supporters. So this is to kind of help me build up my platform, create like a community, there's chat rooms. Hopefully you're not in <laughs> racial chat rooms showing feel like, um, like Doja Cat. But on a more serious note, this is an opportunity for me to grow my platform. I want it to be like an actual media company. That's a long-term goal. And obviously your support is always helpful. And it's also to give you in return, better content, more consistent content in all different mediums of people consume content. So depending, there's four tiers. There's a four pound tier, eight pound tier and a 12 pound tier. And that's um, per month. And in each tiers, you get different things. Of course, the the higher the tier, the more you get. So in this, you're getting more podcasts, potentially, depending on what tier you're in. You're going to get written articles every week and you're going to get visuals, obviously, and that's in the VIP tier. So that way, if you're a visual person, you've got content. If you like to just listen to stuff, you've got content. And if you are more of a person that likes to read stuff on the go, you've also got content. Shout out to some of the people that I've joined so far. I'm really, really appreciative. And I believe once you start seeing the content comes out, you're going to want to be involved. So tell a friend, the, the tiers are four quid a month, which really isn't nothing. I know we're in a pandemic, but I think some of you could spare a young four pound, you get me? There's an eight pound tier, a 12 pound tier. Um, I believe this will grow over time. And yeah, shout out to anybody who's involved, who's thinking of getting involved. And yeah, God bless you all. But yeah, and that is, if you, you can find Patreon in the app store. So if you just like to use it on your phone or on your web browser and you just go to Patreon, you just search Dysonomics and boom, bam, that's there, you get me? So yeah, make sure you join me on Patreon. You're going to be getting weekly articles from stuff like racism, um, economics, coronavirus updates, what's going on in the news and politics and social issues. You're going to be getting visual content, which you probably see some of my cool and intelligent and beautiful friends. You're going to get um, exclusive podcasts, exclusive interviews, so that's all coming up pipeline. And obviously, the more, as time goes on, you're going to get more and more cool stuff, probably discount. Once we're out of Corona, discounts and free tickets to events and all that type of good stuff. But yeah, enough of all that promotion. Make sure you make sure you jump on the wave, yeah? Say no more. All right, this week's podcast, let's go. Hi, I it's MXM, and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. Yo, hello, welcome back to another episode of Dysonomics podcast. This week, episode 167, I am joined by me, myself and I, <laughs> and I'm talking about the craze that is TikTok. And every time I think of TikTok, 
I just can't help about thinking about my guy Taze. Shout out my guy Taze. Taze of Black, one third of the free shots of Tequila Podcast. And also Mr. Faded himself, who on the podcast said he'll never join TikTok. He was even cussing Marv for saying he'll join TikTok only to be doing up TikTok <laughs> two or three months later. But make sure you follow Taze of Black on Instagram and Twitter. But um, TikTok is a very, very interesting platform that has grown greatly over the last four or five years. And, I'm got, and I thought it'd be interesting to look at the economics of TikTok because it seems to be really, really influential in today's popular culture. So what on earth is TikTok? TikTok is a video sharing social networking service owned by Beijing-based tech company ByteDance. This TikTok was actually launched in 2016, but globally 2018 but that's because they actually acquired a company that was kind of doing a similar service, which I'm gonna talk about later. So it was launched in 2016 in China, but went global in 2018. In China, TikTok was actually known as Douyin, and, but TikTok obviously is TikTok everywhere else. TikTok and Douyin also have almost identical user interfaces, but no access to each other's content. Content, should I say. As of, as of August, so as of now, or by the time you listen to this, it'll be probably the last day of August and September, TikTok has surpassed 1 billion users worldwide, which is ridiculous. That's like one-eighth of the world population, or depending on what data you're looking at. As of April 2020, Doyen, the Chinese-based one, has 500 million active users. TikTok has acquired... TikTok acquired US-based rival... Uh, musical.ly.ly in November 2017 cost them about a cool $800 million. What they did was they merged it together with, um, with the, with, with TikTok, um, user bases in August 2018. So TikTok and music.ly merged together to create TikTok and all users' profiles got put into one app. And that's where it took off because music.ly was doing bits. Um, which I'm going to talk about later. Videos last 15 seconds. Users can string together um, multiple of clips and make stories worth six seconds long. So so many people have seen really funny TikToks. Like, I don't, I'm not really into TikTok yet. The only TikToks I see are the ones that come across on Twitter or on IG. And one TikTok user that I liked his content was Jason Derulo. His TikToks are really, really creative and really funny. And there's this guy who's like, oh, how to piss off an African dan. He starts singing rock music. He absolutely finishes me. Um, so those are the ones that I've seen so far. So how did TikTok blow like that? Well, TikTok has become one of the most popular apps regarding social platforms among Gen Z. They have 2.3 billion all-time downloads, which is just crazy, 2.3. They have 100 million users in the States alone. That's more, that's bigger. They have, there's more, more people use TikTok in the USA than there are people, period, in the UK. And by a distance. In 2015, the app hit number one in the App Store and it has not left a chart since. 10 years from now, it's still on top. Where's a diddy? When Vine closed, rest in peace, brought so many great memories, Vine. Oh, do it for the Vine, I ain't gonna do it. Well, what else is a sick Vine to like? Yeet, which was one of the greatest. <laughs> um, what else was a sick Vine? Um, LeBron James, like there's so many different vines. Like if if you're not clocking what my reference is, then I'm then I'm sorry. Maybe you're just a bit a bit younger, but or maybe a bit too old. But Vine had so many great moments. 
Um, so Vine, rest in peace, as I said, closed down in 2016. And many of the, obviously, the people who are doing bits on Vine and the people who want to get involved in Vine, so these young creative influencers took their talents to South Beach. And when I say South Beach, that's a LeBron James reference, but it was to musical.ly or LY. I don't know how it's pronounced it because I don't know about these people. Dorian had launched and had over 1 billion views, video views within a year. So this, this like... The, the first for these videos and this type of content was just growing and growing and growing. ByteDance, which is the company, as I said, that owns these companies, is now worth more than $100 billion, making it the most valuable private company in the world. So a private company is a company that me, you, your mum, your dad, your uncle, your, your cat, your side chick could not go and buy st stocks on a, on a publicly listed platform. So what really blew it up is just the the users being really, really creative. And what's what makes TikTok different from other apps is that you've seen the issues with Instagram and just people being self-conscious and worrying about influences and people editing in pictures and changing their body shapes. And you've got that whole political thing going on. On Twitter, you've got the whole um, Nazi, they, they, they're claiming it to be like Nazi-like, fascist-like, in terms of like just so many different political debates and left-wing Twitter, right-wing Twitter, black Twitter, LGBTQ Twitter, football Twitter, music, anime Twitter, and it's just heavily politicised. Like, you're having people being banned offline and all that type of shit. Whereas TikTok just seems to be just pure, wholesome content. People just go there and just to laugh, dance, and enjoy. Some Obviously, some of the content people call cringy and stuff, but it just seems like a less problematic or polarising, shall I say, platform, which is obviously, there's a market for that. People are eating off TikTok. Money is being made. I just told you about how many, how large um, ByteDance is. I've just told you about the amount of views and downloads and users these apps have. That just speaks to money, 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 money. So if you look at Jacob Sartorius, just some you, 9.7 million followers on Instagram. Why? Because of TikTok. Charlie Diamilo, 27.5 million followers on Instagram. Why? Because of TikTok. She's got like almost similar amount of followers to like Paul Pogba and that, who's a worldwide footballer. So can people make money from TikTok? Absolutely. Music labels can make money when popular videos lead to increased sales and streams. Brands can make money through partnerships with the app and individual users can make money too. Fans or followers can purchase monetary gifts of anywhere between $0.05 cents to $50 from users. With a percentage of revenue also going to the app itself and the distributor, like Apple or Google. These creators can pursue brand partnerships as well. One user reportedly earns $25,000 a month through partnerships and gifts as of last year. So that's how you could be just jugging. And I'm going to talk about the music thing in a, bit, a little bit more detail later. So when I was looking, according to Forbes, there's a list of the top six um earners from tiktok so these are top tiktok stars so addison ray she leads the new list of top earning tiktok stars as um, reported by forbes so she had an income of about five million dollars in a 12-month period ending june 2020 according to forbes she has 54 million followers on tiktok think about think about how valuable that is um, remember a couple of pods ago, I had a lovely Aman talking about uh, the influencer market and how good that is for PR and how brands love that. Because if you have somebody 
who endorses or puts your product or service somewhere within their video. That is a humongous shop window. Not only is it a big shop window, these people have equity with their audience. So if Addison Ray is effing with this product, I'm on F of it. So 54 million potential customers. So she makes more than most followed TikTok star. And that's Charlie D'Amelio, who has 77 million followers and 27.5 on Instagram, which is crazy. Um, Charlie D'Amelio ranks second with 4 million for same time frame. Number, number three is Charlie's sister, Dixie D'Amelio, $2.9 million. So that family, the Emilio sisters, are bringing in seven million dollars in the last 12 months f generated via from their work in tiktok lauren ray 2.4 million dollars number four number five josh richards 1.5 million dollars and number six michael lee and spencer x 1.2 million dollars a piece this just shows how much money can be made from social media in this instance tiktok now some more pop culture examples tiktok is so popular because think, think about it rationally yeah let's say I'm gonna give an example, and I'm not sure if this was on TikTok, it probably was, but I know it was just everywhere on social media. Drake. So Drake, one of the biggest artists of all time, he released his album, his last album, well, his last proper album, I'm not taking that last thing, The Lost Tapes is an album. His last proper album, um, Scorpion, had a track, called, that had about 23 tracks. One of the tracks, which was on the B-side, which is called In My Feelings, which actually featured a city girl speaking in it. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? And so on and so forth. Obviously, it was a great chat. A lot of people who listen to the album, you know, you listen to the album, there's obviously there's the singles that come out, but you always have them certain B-side tracks that everybody's like, yo, this is a joint. And I'm pretty sure Drake had no intention of shooting a video for this. Like, this, but because of like, I think Shiggy doing a dance to this video, um... In my feelings challenge, and me personally, I find loads of challenges corny. That's just me. Maybe I'm just because I'm a almost 30 year one year old, quite boring Nigerian man. This kind of busts the song because everybody's doing a challenge and everybody's playing that song because of the challenge. Think about how valuable it is. We've also got, as of recent, Mega Stallion. I'm a savage. Classy, movie, that shit. That also busts the song. And when I heard that tape, I was like, this, that was my favorite song for the tape. I was like, this song is hard, but I can't listen to it anymore because the challenge has driven me mad. So I don't even see it in the same way. Another recent example of this is, which has just left my head, which is really, really, really annoying. Oh yeah. Um, that song, Ty Dollar Sign, Whiskey, um, Whiskey, you know, Whiskey Far. Baby, come give me something. That is a, like another thing that became a challenge and it made the song more popular. So obviously the more the more popular the song is, the more streams, the more purchases, which is good for the artist and obviously good for the music label. So of course now music labels are now paying TikTokers to to promote their music essentially. Now, I'll give you another example, and it wasn't on a TikTok. Um it was on Instagram, and this is a shout out to one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Annie Drea. She just recently moved into a new apartment. Congrats to my G. So she recorded it on IGTV video and it is uh, celebrating her first week in new apartment. And she did like a video, really, really creative, like just such a sick video, proper funny. She posted it on Twitter as well as Instagram. And she did it to Ariana's song, New Apartment. Now, this video absolutely busts. Like 
crazy. So I want to quickly go on a Twitter now. I should have prepared this, but I just thought off the top of my head. Very unprofessional. So obviously my good G, Dre, she busts a new apartment video. Good vibes. Getting loads and loads of views. I'm just delaying until I find it. Yeah, boom, found it. So this was on the 22nd of August. She dropped the video. Um, it has 41.8 thousand retweets, 187 thousand likes on Twitter. 1,191 comments, 2.8 million people have viewed this. So it's been seen 2.8 million times. Ari Lennox saw it on Twitter, because obviously everybody's tagging her. My friend was like, oh, don't show it. So she's going to be embarrassed. You know, girls just being girls. She was like, oh my God, this is amazing. She retweets it. She even posts it on her IG. And do you know what I mean? Obviously, but what I realized in looking at me being a numbers person, I looked at the engagement that I got for this song, which is not Ari's biggest song. There's Shea Butter Baby, there's um, Break Me Off and all other songs. When I looked at Ari Lennox's most recent tweet regarding promotion of her music, so like a video clip with her music, yo, this is my new song, check this out. The engagement that got was nowhere near, like literally nowhere near when this influencer, this um, creative, and Annie Dreyer created this video. And that's the power of TikTok. And that's why people are getting money because this is a fantastic marketing plan for songs. How many times have you been listening, you've seen a song on a TikTok and now you go listen to it? And I clocked this from time because in my opinion, this is how Future and Amigos really, really accelerated their growth because of Vine. Because people were doing vines to their dances. I remember there was a guy dressed in a Power Rangers outfit that was doing dancing to future songs. You'll see people doing dances to the Migos and that whole ATL trap sound. That kind that made the music more popular to the point where now you're seeing people mime songs just like um, music.ly videos back in the days on Instagram and Snapchat and stuff. So that's the value of TikTok, and that's how people are getting the bag. Now there have been certain issues with TikTok. TikTok is owned by, of course, as I mentioned earlier, mega Chinese tech company, um, ByteDance. This connection obviously has raised concerns about how much access and influence Chinese government has to user data and content moderation for people in their countries, especially America. Those who've been listening to my podcast know about the whole trade wars thing and how America are quite suspicious of how China have been moving, moving with their companies out there with tech. TikTok did appoint former Disney streaming American execs um, as CEO, Kevin Meyer. This is kind of like to appease these fears for their US-based um, operation, but it still hasn't worked that much. Um, President Trump has threatened to ban TikTok in the States, did that like June, July, and he's like increased those threats, but we're, we're waiting to be seen. Reports are suggesting that ByteDance might just sell their TikTok op US operation to an American company just to avoid that ban, just to avoid their platform being, do you know what I mean? So um, Microsoft is about as one of the most, the leading candidates to acquire this. Um, TikTok has recently paid, which um, is as of last year, $5.7 million in terms of a fine to the Federal Trade Commission in 2019. This is due to allegations illegally connected personal information from children under the age of 13 without parental consent, which is absolutely outrageous. <laughs> the Guardian, they found that TikTok had previously removed political content that would anger the Chinese government. So for example, there was like, there seemed to be an absence of the pro Hong Kong democracy protest videos in 2019. Uh, TikTok has also been bagged for censoring quote unquote culturally problematic content. This includes stuff as vaping, 
um, suggestive dancing and social issues, which I'm going to get onto later. And so, in fact, let me get to now. Yeah, so a lot of people complain that they weren't being able to see a lot of the Black Lives Matter things and they they suspected that TikTok was censoring these things. TikTok was also found to have censored or limited or limit the reach of videos from disabled, queer and fat content creators, which is completely and utterly insane. TikTok do say now they don't adhere to any of these policies anymore. And um, another example of this is that... Um, on TikTok, remember I said how they've been censoring, they've been censoring things that could be seen as culturally inappropriate and problematic. There's been plenty of TikToks that have gone viral where people are doing like race, racial stuff. Like you have um, white TikTok users using, uh, making fun of slavery or using universally forbidden derogatory terms, loads of N-word stuff. And you would think that that will be removed. And like some of the stuff that's problematic for people is that um, a 14-year-old uh, young black girl from ATL called uh, Jelaya Harmon, she created a, a dance called a renegade dance and that bus. But there were so many, obviously, how TikTok works, some people, some people will do something and then people will jump on a wave and also do their own interpretation of it. But there were a number of, like, girls who saw their video and just bust her. For example, Charlie's one of them. And she gave so much fame and global opportunities to perform that dance, but... It wasn't her dance. Whereas Jolly, as an aspiring dancer, training hip hop, ballet, and tumbling, had to go on multiple influencer videos comment section to make another video for the public to recognize her. And when you see Charlie's one compared to the original, it's a different setting. So those are some of the issues that people have had with TikTok. Um, and also another issue is that China said they were banning the mandem in June 2020. Um, and other apps amid disputes again with a shed border with China. Every time there's beef with China, I'm like, man, I want to ban stuff. India accounts for 30% of TikTok's downloads, so that's a big market. So naturally, with big platforms, you've seen issues with... I remember I've mentioned issues with Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. There, there tends to be issues, but this is some of the issues that people have in terms of, like, morally, like, you're determining what should be banned and shouldn't be banned, and you have, like, blatant racism not being banned. You're screening out um, content from people that you don't believe... that you clearly don't see as equal, and I'm talking to, regarding queer... Um, disabled people and fat people. It's just outrageous stuff. But yeah, that's those are some of the issues with TikTok. We should continue to watch this space. We'll see what happens with TikTok in America. Um, I think um, we're going to see a lot more of TikTok leaping onto our social media, leaping, seeping through into the, our main social media platforms that most of us use, like IG and Insta. And from some of my friends, they said that when they downloaded TikTok, they literally spent hours on it. And, that's, and, and that kind of gives me a similar vibe to YouTube where you could go on YouTube and you're 15 videos deep. So TikTok is a very, very impressive app. You can laugh on it all day. And I hope some of my audience make use of TikTok, maybe for your business or if you're influencer or your creative stuff. I've heard of people who say they get more love for their business on TikTok than they do on Instagram. So it could be a very viable outlet for you to be making money or just grow your own platform. Um, yeah, but that's it for this week's episode make sure you check out last week's episode with my guy Seb um, discussing black businesses and integrity uh, make sure you subscribe to Patreon Dysonomics just search Dysonomics on Patreon Patreon's on the App Store for exclusive content and all that good stuff and until next week peace and love Sports Social Podcast Network